morning. You're listening to My Rapids Real Estate Show on AM 1320 WFHR, your weekly radio show focusing on real estate, the market, and everything related to housing in central Wisconsin. I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we are agents with Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That is correct. All right, hour two. It is going to be a fun, exciting hour. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Very much is. So where do you want to start? Well, I'm still doing the clickety-clack here. So we want to start with the current market situation here locally? Sure. All right. So... We have 46 homes available on the market today. So again, this is pre-recorded. So we're looking at Thursday. Today is Thursday. Thursday the 7th. The 7th. All right. So it's early in the morning. Well, not really early. It's, it's midday. Midday. It's 1030 mm-hmm. in the morning. It's midday. Right. So some people are just, you know, rolling out of bed right now. Of course, y'all are listening to this hopefully on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you're rolling out of bed right now, welcome. Exactly. Okay, Go so get your cup of coffee. Yeah, we've got 46 uh, homes. 46 in the Wisconsin Rapids area. Mm-hmm. That in all are, price ranges. In all price ranges. That we could go see today and write an offer on. That's pretty good. Yes, that is pretty good. So kind of break that down. All right. So we got to look at under 100,000. Sure, sure. All right, so we got 10. So okay. again, under 100,000, we got 10. Very good, selective 10 homes. What's kind of the, the general feel of range? Um, with our 10 homes, we're looking about an average price of $84,000. All right. So a lot of them kind of in that 60, 70 to mm-hmm. 100. Right. So yeah. starting off where we got 59000 starting off in this price range. So 59000 all the way up to 99.9. So again, really nice selection. It's a real good sampling if someone wants to get into, you know, the budget friendly, maybe an investment property. Mm-hmm. And of course, location is is all around the community. So I know there's some on the west side of Rapids, some on the east side. I think there's probably a few down in Nakusa as well. Correct. All right. So if we we're looking at our next price range, so we're going to go up fifty thousand. Okay. We have twelve between one hundred and one hundred and fifty thousand. That is correct. And last week we kind of broke that up into two different segments because there was a lot in there. Sure. But this week we only have to, you know, we have the twelve. So again. You know, things are still moving. So this is still a good indication from week to week that you get to hear that homes are still moving. They're coming on. It looks like they're sitting maybe for a week. So you might have a little bit of time. But again, we always kind of go with, uh, if you like it, let's go write an offer right away. So that way it doesn't disappear. So what is the days on market? Um, Our average is 61 days in this price range. So we figure financing takes 30 to 40 Mm-hmm. So that's still not too bad. And that's an average. So many of the houses are going within the first week. Mm-hmm. And that's also a um, it, it, an understanding of they may be getting a lot of showings in the first two or three days. They might be accepting offers on day four or day five. Right. All right. Yeah. So t- time frames, you know, some of this needs a little bit of context when we talk about time frames. That's why your local real estate agent is the perfect person to ask about these things. So what's our next category? 150 to I'm going to 200? go to 225. Okay. Because there's seven homes in that, in that branch. Between 150,000 to 225. And 25,000. Yeah. So again, we're looking at, at the average price, about that 190 price range. But with seven homes, again, really nice selection of, of homes. So again, we've got a lot. We got some down in Saratoga, Port Edwards, Rapids. We have one in Port Edwards. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, really again, really good selection. And usually now we're getting into the uh, a few bedrooms. Um, normally a little bit furnished or finished better. <clears throat> then we're looking into a little bit of acreage. A little bit of land. Okay. Yep. So if we're looking from that two two twenty five all the way up to the highest on the board. We are looking at 18 homes. Okay. So the, the overall sampling is 
pretty well represented in each mm-hmm. of our, our kind of four general price categories. Right. Or four popular price categories. So what's the what's the highest end? Because that's always fun. Okay. So the highest end, we're looking at $550,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. So half million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And this one's got a little bit of land to it. It's got 70 acres. Okay. So it's not, you know, you'd think that type of expense would be a lake house. Right. We're not on a lake. Okay. But so, again, it's got the the acreage attached to it, and again, it's it's a very pretty home. I know uh, we have a listing in that category over mm-hmm. at Four Ten Payne. Yep, and we're doing some open houses with that. So check the Facebook pages and come on out and come take a look at it. We just did a price reduction on this particular home, mm-hmm. so now we're down to three hundred fifty nine thousand. Right, and that's got a few acres with it, I believe, as well. Yep, we have fifteen acres, four outbuildings. And what I'm calling it is a kid's suite because I'm not sure really what to call it. So I'm calling it the kid's suite. So the parents have got the main floor. There's a main floor living space there. But the upstairs is pretty much just kind of dedicated to the kids. Right. So that way, you know, kids have their own private living room or you can have it a game room. And then it's got another little kind of office den area yet, too. So it's got three different living room areas in mm-hmm. this house. So. Lots of space for the house, over 3,000 square feet. It is it is something to come take a look at. A very large kitchen with, with a direct sort of dining area um, attached to it, but mm-hmm. also an, an area, depending on how you want to use things, you could have a large dining space in the area right next to it instead of using that as a living room. It's very, you know, whatever you want to use. Right. There's so many possibilities with this home. It's something to come see. Now, one of the things that, I'm getting kind of curious about in my real estate career is rentals and short-term rentals. Okay. And I don't know exactly where the city of Wisconsin Rapids stands on short-term rentals like Airbnb or VRBO. That I do not know. But this might be, you know, I'm I'm looking at this property from that mentality Mm -hmm. and you don't have to necessarily have beds in dedicated bedrooms to sleep a certain amount of people. Right. And since it's on city services, you don't have to worry about well and septic considerations. Mm-hmm. So with that amount of room and the different areas, um, there is a virtual tour. Okay. So people can check out the the virtual tour of the house and walk through and see how everything's kind of um, uh, in, uh, laid out. Laid out, right? How, how it works. But well, and you, with the you f- could you could easily sleep according to Airbnb's considerations, ten or fifteen people in the house. Right, and with it being in the city limits. With the 15 acres, you can bow hunt on this land. Okay. Yeah, too. So you cannot gun hunt, but you can bow hunt. The previous, the owner, the current owner is, has bow hunted on there before. He's had family and friends over there to bow hunt. So there is the option of bow hunting on this land. And there's plenty of room right in front of the house. Like you said, there's um, a couple outbuildings. So if, if you've got like, want to do a workshop or something, you, you've got opportunity for that. I think there's also a full circle drive in front of one of the outbuildings. Yes. Kind of off to the side of the main house. I think it's got like three different driveways. It's coming yeah. in, in in one main, but it branches off in three different directions. So definitely has ample parking mm-hmm. if you need parking. Yeah. So that that's a good option. Like you said, we've got a, a new price on that, $359,000. Mm-hmm. Great. So what else we got in the market? Oh, that's it. Do, do we want to talk about land a little bit? Oh, sure. Because land is always fun. You know, not not always land that's connected with a previously built property, but just opportunity if someone wants to build new and fresh. So for land, kind of in, in all categories, so from a point one zero acre or part of an acre, all the way up until the largest one that's on there, we're looking looking at 142 pieces of property to go take a look at. In the city of Wisconsin Rapids. So in the greater Wisconsin Rapids area, I should say. Okay. So in the, the greater Wisconsin Rapids area here, here in our region, that's a lot of properties. It is. So what's the most acreage? Um, well, when I hit the search button, because it's 142, I only get to see the first 100. Okay. So I don't know if there's like a second page, but oh, yep, there's Arrow. double arrows. Okay. So there is a second page. Don't worry. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking 181 acres is the highest. Okay. So if you're looking for a lot of acres, 
there's a lot of acres available. And like I said, it's this smattering of buildable lots versus recreational lots as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if farm agriculture is listed in that or if that's a different category on its own. That I'm not too sure. I've, I've yet to have to try to find a farm. Well, if somebody's curious about wanting to find a farm, that would be a good project for us. Yes, it would be. Give us a call. Okay. Oh, yep. There is farmland. It's a different category. That'll be, that, that'll be interesting. Yeah, we've never, we've never done an, a full agriculture transaction. So I would def- definitely be curious about how that works. I'm pretty sure JR has done at least one in his career. Okay, so for the farm egg, we have zero. Okay. Well, if you're looking to self-farm in agriculture, give us a call and let's fill up those numbers. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. And I do have those little cool boots to go walk around in the farmland too. So I'm always excited to bring out the boots. You've got your galoshes. Yep. All right. So how is our stage style and blog? Well, I was going to talk about more of the market stuff a little bit because a couple interesting things have come up in my Yahoo Finance article selection. Right. So this one is from MoneyWise by Nancy Sarnoff. The title is Mortgage Rates Edge Higher and Homeowners Leave Money on the Table. Data shows this. So, of course, the nation's appetite for mortgages plummeting as interest rates rise amid signs of an economic recovery bumping right along. The article goes on, applications to purchase homes and refinance existing mortgages have fallen to their lowest level in several months. This is a new survey from the country's largest mortgage trade association. However, borrowing costs remain historically low, and homeowners may be missing one of their last chances to refinance into a lower mortgage rate and potentially save hundreds of dollars each month. For the week ending October 1st, mortgage activity fell almost 7% from the previous week, and the Mortgage Bankers Association uh, also said the decline was led by refinances, and refinances tumbled about 10% from the previous week and 16% from a year earlier. So we can kind of translate the article a little bit and also see that this is seasonal. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is also nationwide. So it's things that are trending in different markets, you know, do also um, tend to trend here a little bit because if we refinance here, it's based off of interest rates that are nationally associated. Right. So... Still, you know, this is a, a great time, maybe one of the last pushes for the year as the economy does rebound. Um, we talked with, you know, our home improvement friends over there at Central Home Improvements, and they were saying, you know, lumber prices is coming back online, but it's still difficult to get the rest of the building materials. So if you're looking to stay in your house, maybe you've got a position where, where you can look at refinancing. It doesn't hurt to ask a banker. Um, and we've been hearing from some clients that even though they purchased a home maybe a year or two years ago when um, their interest rates were super low, that they could still refinance and maybe get a little bit of a deal, maybe not, or you know their situation's changed. Maybe they want to do a cash out refinance and use some of that equity that's in their house as actual cash. But that also increases the amount that you're paying on your loan. You know, so you take a new loan for the extra, but you get the cash in pocket. You're just now paying for it monthly for the next 30 years, you know, and if you can do that at a great interest rate, well, now you can do home improvements and build even more equity. Right. So lots of options. Um, and seasonally, like you said, this is kind of people are, are hunkering down a little bit for the holidays. We see this year Winter after year. Is coming. Winter is coming. Yeah. So there's a, a lot of reasons why, you know, Yahoo Finance and MoneyWise would would show these things as a trend in the economy, and, and they're exactly right. It makes sense. That's a trend that we had seen years and years ago, and I think it's starting to come back and normalize as a trend again, you know, seasonal slowdown. Okay. Uh, another one that I had found on Yahoo Finance I thought would be interesting is if you're looking at retiring, because I'm looking at retirement in a couple of years. Okay. You're retiring already? Well, yeah, you know, 30 years from now is just a couple years away. Okay, because I'm like, wait a minute. Um, Yahoo Finance had another article. This one's by Gabrielle Olia. Uh, 25 things to sell when you're ready to retire. 
And of course, the this gets into, you know, do you want to sell your home? When is a good time to sell your home? We think it's always a good time to sell the home. You know, different pieces of clothing. You sell off work-specific clothes. And now with um, things like Craigslist and the marketplace on Facebook being so easy to use, you know, those might be a way to declutter and downsize as you're shifting your, your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to sell off your car, they suggest. Well, getting into a lease might be beneficial depending on your financial situation. There's tax benefits for that. Uh, maybe sell off furniture. You know, it, you don't have all the kids and grandkids coming over anymore. You're looking to downsize into a different house. Or you're finding that it's not physically um, able to, you know, be sinking down into a, a fluffy couch. Very true. Or your dining chairs are, are really low. You know, the tabletop or the countertop height table is, has served us quite well. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we had those considerations in mind, even though we're only middle age. Mm-hmm. And it's just, why should we be working so hard to just sit down at a table when there's options that are, are beautiful? You found a beautifully gorgeous uh, wooden inlaid table that, that we sit at here mm-hmm. and the tall chairs. And then you're also more on a convenient eyesight to the people who might be in the kitchen doing things. So it does, doesn't sound like people are talking down to you. Right. Um, let's see. Old computers and technology devices. They're just sometimes collecting dust in the corner. And, you know, if you can get 20, 30 bucks for it, why not? Right. Uh, they suggest going through your children's toys. So kids' toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, either passing them on to other people who are, you know, having children and, and wanting children's toys, but, you know, not, not finding them in the store that they had in their childhood, well, here's a way to pass that on. And of course, you know, if, if you don't need that clutter laying around, it's a good way to go. Um, get rid of books. They suggest getting rid of books, especially now with things being so um, tablet accessible. You know, it, it, there's something about reading in a book. Very true. But as a practical exercise, you can get an entire library just on your iPad. I know. And that's, it's kind of hard to get used to that idea, but Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about having the books around. Well, then you can, you know, if you travel, you just take your iPad. If you want to jump between a couple of different genres of book, the same thing. You don't have to huff around a backpack full of everything. Very true. Uh, let's see. What else do they suggest? Collectibles and antiques. Those are always a good thing to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, some people maybe falsely attribute their retirement, and I'm doing air quotes, their retirement plan about their collectibles and antiques. They might only get you so far. Right. They might not be as collectible as you think. Mm-hmm. That's okay. If they bring joy to you, then they're worth the joy. Right. Let's see. Extra luggage. I, I guess I was never one to travel a lot with luggage, so I never collected a whole lot of luggage. Well, sometimes they had like the <clears throat> nine to 12 piece luggage set and you only oh, really use mm-hmm. like four. So kind of, you know what? This is now taking up space. We don't use this. Let's just get it out. My my mind immediately goes to like the Titanic and people coming on with steamer trunks, you know that that sort of luggage. That's not so much applicable anymore. No. I don't think. Okay. Uh, they also suggest sports equipment, you know, especially if people in your family aren't active in that sport anymore. Like the nine pairs of running spikes I currently have. Yes, but you're holding on to those for your child because he might still run cross country one day. No, he's not going to be running cross country. Yeah, CDs, DVDs, um, cassette tapes. They they don't mention cassette tapes here, but... Um, and if I, you got the V8 and the vinyls yet, too. Oh, yeah. Actually, the, the vinyl records, the records are coming back. Mm-hmm. There's just something... There's just something about listening to the records. It's it's more org- organic, I think. Well, it doesn't... It has that white noise in the back. The it's pops, the white noise the that makes it all sound better. Right. It... um. Kind of like the the televisions. I noticed the super high definition crystal LED TVs that we have now, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're just watching the the football game and they zoom in on the player and you can see every pore in the player's face and every whisker in their beard. It's too, too real. You know, it's like, I don't see that in real life, that, that clear. Maybe I should go get my glasses checked. I was going to say, do you need to go get your glasses? Right. Um, you know, it's it's just like, it's just too much. Just like the highest fidelity audio recordings. I 
I haven't found that my ears can hear that much by just listening to it live. Mm-hmm. So when you hear it in recording, it's it's not the same. Right. Okay. What else do they suggest? Kitchen appliances you never use. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not making bread in the bread maker that you haven't made bread in the bread maker for the last 20 years, why do you still have the bread maker? Right. Um, glassware, so stemware, china, especially fine china. It might look pretty, but when we're going through an estate sale and the children have to deal with all of that, there's there's some memories. Usually it's the it's always in the cabinet. We never used it. Right. I think that's something that, that you wanted to sort of change as an attitude with your fine china. Is I actually- don't have any fine china. Well, you've got you've got better stuff, you know, like especially for like the holiday plates and stuff. Yeah, we just recently went through and just kind of started to thin out mm-hmm. that. So you know, we don't need to have twelve serving platters anymore. I think I'm now down to six. What? I know. Chef Carrie doesn't need all those serving platters. Right, right. So you know, we started to go through and just kind of do the you know what these for sure I want to keep, but everything else. You know what? It can go away. It it can go to a very deserving kitchen that's going to use it and love it. So this article also suggests maybe getting rid of jewelry that you no longer wear. <clears throat> so there there's obviously sentimental. <laughs> excuse me. Hmm. There's obviously sentimental jewelry, right? You know, but if you can weed through it, maybe take it to a pawn shop. You know, giving it to family. Well, either that some of the jewelers, they might give you a store credit for bringing in, in a piece. They might buy everything sure. back and then you get a, might get a store credit so that way you can go shopping and get something else. Or you might be able to transition to a different piece. You know, like if over the years you Gems had... Gems are just like Legos. A, you can exactly. take them out of mm-hmm. one ring and put them in something else. You can make earrings into a pendant and the pendant into a ring and then switch it back to earrings again. I mean, they're like Legos. They just pop right on out and they pop right into something new same thing with watches mm-hmm. um, they suggest here musical instruments possibly as well um, especially you know the, the family who was musically inclined and now you've got five recorders you know three flutes two trombones but the children are no, no longer in the house to play those instruments uh, power tools I, i'm guilty of that one you know do you really need all those power tools or can you donate them to a, a good cause? Uh, they suggest looking at getting rid of lawn equipment. I have no idea what they mean by that because why it's why it's would you get equipment. rid of lawn equipment? You can right. always use that, you know. But the 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 practical part of that is, especially pieces that are slightly broken that you think one day you'll fix that you have not fixed in ten years. Exactly. So time for those to go away. Um, camping equipment. You know, that's another lifestyle thing. So yeah, that that's the end of the article, but a lot of interesting ideas of, you know, things that might help you declutter, even if you're not selling, just looking for a, a little bit of a life change, mm-hmm. you know, kind of cleanse the area that you live in. And we, we had that with our, our basement experience. Right. And that's what kind of sparked us kind of going through and going, do we really need to have this? Mm-hmm. We moved in here a year ago. It's still in the box. We haven't unpacked it yet. So obviously it wasn't that much needed so can we get rid of it and i, and I don't know that i know that thought process is usually uh, a, a couple years because you know different things in life tend to repeat every three to five years right but we found the blender that we've been looking for for a year yes which was very exciting <laughs> along with the 250 cupcake liners too that i've spent a year looking for so every year go through all of your stuff and <laughs> And you might just find the stuff that you'd been looking for in the past year. Right. Or, you know, label boxes, containers a little bit better than just kind of putting stuff in coolers and shutting the the lid and going, I will remember that I put that there. Well, and I found something that, that I do personally is open the box, understand what's in it, but then shut it right away and just put it somewhere else. It's like, oh, I know what's in the box in general, I can see like the five things that might be in there, but I miss the 10 things underneath it. Right. You know, and then just not go through it, but just put the lid back on and stick it back in the corner. Mm-hmm. So guilty of that. Yeah. Actually go through your stuff. I, I know. So let's talk back to the previous house and we had everything packed up in our attic. Right. You know, and it was a, 
it seemed like such a daunting task to just go through everything in the attic. But when we started, especially with the motivation to move, going through it a little bit at a time and taking, okay, so twice this week, we're going to go into the storage area and go through something for an hour or a half hour, Mm -hmm. whatever you can tolerate. And then a lot of times we find either we were, yes, that's a good time to spend because we were just mentally exhausted by the end of the half hour or we kept going. Well, it's, you know, the school books that we had from college the first time around that everything is out of date now. No, 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 no. They're extremely applicable. No, it's out of date. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it can go away. Okay. It's fine. It can go away. You know, and, and that's the thing. I'm realizing if I get back into any of that stuff, it is all changed. Mm-hmm. Even the, the general ed stuff is it's all, all different. changed. Yep. So yeah, there, there's your psychology treat for the day. Go through and trash out the stuff that you don't need or give it away. Right. And, you know, as the seasons are, are coming through, we always talk about with our sellers, you know what, Thanksgiving's coming up. So bring everything out for your fall Thanksgiving decorations. Put out what you like. And if you have something left over, that's the stuff you're taking to Goodwill or you're donating. You're doing something with it. You're not packing it back up and putting it in the basement. It is going away. So that way you're only keeping what you really like. Right. And then that also gives you plenty of room to go over to Chai Interiors over at Central Home Improvement. And just add more. Or Ashback Interiors up in Rudolph. Right. And find more current stuff to the style that you like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have found that style changes throughout your life your sensibilities change you know attitude about style you might come into a style trend later in life that you you think is now really really cool but the styles you had didn't fit you as well right so yeah of course a lot of those things as far as decor and decorating have sentimental value Mm -hmm. and i still have you know our easter decorations from my aunt who Mm -hmm. passed away so we still put out her her Easter decorations. Some of the rabbits are missing ears and tails, but it's something that she did. She made it, and so we have it around. I think it originally came with like twelve bunnies. I think I'm now down to five, just because right. they broke. I mean, they're they're old, but it's something that she she made. It's I like it, so I kind of put it out. Yeah, it's very dated. It's very much the '70s paintings, but you know, to me. It's something that it's family. So I'd rather have that out than something else. Uh, one of the, the techniques I personally used when we were going through my grandmother's house or her estate after she pa- passed away two years ago now, mm-hmm. um, walking through and looking at things and if something created an extremely emotional response, that would be the thing that I would hold on to. Right. You know, so a box of everything, but one thing I really paused at and, you know, got that little choked up feeling it's like that would be the one thing that you know was the the sentimental in the box and then the rest could probably go away Mm -hmm. Ooh, we also got a, a blog. Our They're staged, styled, and blogged. There you go. Very Did I get it all right this time? Styled, staged, and sold because that's how, how it works. You style it, you stage it. And then you sell it. And then we sell it for you. So, of course, the National Association of Realtors uh, produces this every week. Uh, this one is under the Design Trends tab by Melissa Dittman Tracy, so staff editor there. The topic is. The accent wall is back. Ooh. Right. It is a bold and dramatic statement to a room. And we did this in our last house. Mm-hmm. Um, and being in the hospitality industry, it was extraordinarily popular back about 2010, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, that was when we went and repainted the hotel. We it the was cranberry, the cranberry red wall and in it, all the rooms. It, it worked, I mm-hmm. think. 
Um, okay, so let's see. What does this article say? Black walls. This is <laughs> this is right up my alley. Okay, black walls. Paint the wall that showcases your television jet black. Okay. Their surrounding walls a lighter beige or white. It's the museum kind of effect, they say. It's not just a shade up or a shade down, but a very dramatic contrast. And then I see they put wood accents in front of it as well. Right. So um, it's not like all completely black. Right. And it's a, a matte black. So it's not as reflective as a lot of the, the other paints in mm -hmm. the room. Um, and definitely with the TV being on the wall, your black TV with a black TV frame on a black wall really helps when you view a movie, it, it envelops you. Mm -hmm. It's that movie theater experience. That's an interesting one. Ooh, this next one is stripes and patterns. So like large stripes. Okay. Uh, this one is a black and white or at least a, a dark gray and a cream. Mm -hmm. uh, the article says the statement wall can become artwork with bold patterns like black and white stripes. Uh, we also see this horizontal or vertical. Um, Usually in the, like a workout room. Sure. Right. Is where we normally see it. Or kids rooms. Mm -hmm. um, especially a feminine touch, you know, kind of like the Victoria's Secret pink and cream, pink and white. But it could also be uh, masculine with a, a blue and white. Or you, you could get less contrasting with a light blue and a very, very dark blue in like a den. Well, and you can play it with the gloss too. So, you know, paint one, paint the wall a matte color like you suggested, and then go over it with maybe the same color, but in a high gloss. Mm -hmm. And that will make a, it's, it's quite interesting to see. So playing even with the different types of paints. Right. Is very, very unique. This next one is a subtle pop of color. So even small areas can be used to create a focal point, such as a wall niche or niche, you know, a selected section of a hallway, perhaps. Um, I know I've seen this a lot. Uh, one of the 90s trends for sure was putting a, a large photo mosaic, you know, just filling mm -hmm. your, your hallway with family photos. So this is kind of reminiscent of that. Um, I think wallpaper they were using it in this particular article. But also um, maybe if you have a, a side hallway off of the main hallway doing a, a darker but complementary color to what you painted the main hallway as. Mm -hmm. See, the next one is layering. So by painting one wall in your open floor plan, you can bring depth into a space. So multi multi-level, almost like a, a two-story home, you know, the balcony up top looking onto the great room. Mm -hmm. Painting one of the walls as an accent color. Uh, painting the ceilings. The room's fifth wall, they say, the ceiling, also can make a bold statement. So the, this one illustrates not just painting it, but also doing a design, like you said, with um, perhaps as simple as contrasting color or sheen, mm -hmm. especially with the ceiling. And most people paint that white and just kind of leave it be. Mm -hmm. So mix it up a little bit. I know the the coffered ceilings were very popular, in, especially in some design trends. Um, the example they give here was uh, painting in a, a marbled sheen. It was a knockdown texture ceiling, and so the, the glossy parts really hit on the, the knockdown ridges mm -hmm. and give it depth. But then they also put in a wooden mosaic of octagons connected by straight lines. It seems really busy, but it's almost um, kind of a hacienda look or a, a Spanish look. Uh, I would I would think of this going into well, like, and these are tall ceilings, so this is not like a standard oh, right, right. standard ceiling where it's going to feel more overwhelming and overpowering. This is a tall ceiling, so that way the height gives it that space that it needs for. For adjustment. Right. And then you can, can do things and it's not right in eye level all the time, but you get a couple glances of it when you first walk into the room, you, you see it and it might be architecturally interesting. Mm -hmm. I know our living room ceiling, they did that with an extra layer of drywall along the outside to um, make sort of a pseudo coffered ceiling, a pseudo um, vaulted ceiling, I guess is the word. That turned out really interesting. 
it's going to be a Dickens to do a uh, drywall repair or something where it happened to it. Oh, that's right. Drywall mud covers a lot of, a lot of mistakes. Right. So, you know, not too bad. Find yourself a good handyman to do repairs and or handy woman, handy person. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else do we have going on? I know we're doing a lot of activities this week, so we hope to have seen you all at uh, events like Run like Run with the Cops. Yep, we're going to be doing that tonight. So on Thursday night, we got the Run with the Cops. Saturday night is the Silent Parade. Mm-hmm. And then as you're listening to this on Sunday, we the Chai Decor Shop, they're still having their, their open house until 2 o'clock today. So go on out and check them out if you haven't been over there. Really great people, and it's there's a lot of stuff to look at. Yeah, so get, take your time. And get your creative juices going on. Mm-hmm. Now, can you check on the interwebs here and see if the River Kings are playing? Because I, I know that the kids are back in town. They are. The, their season is in, is in heavy swing. I'm not sure if they're over at the, um, the hockey rink here in town or if they're on the road. So, yes, it looks like in October, the River Kings are at home Friday, October 9th. Versus the Vipers, again on Saturday, October 10th, versus the Vipers. Then October 30th and 31st versus Chicago. All right. So those are their home games. They're uh, starting at 7 p.m. at the Wood County Recreation Center on Fridays and Saturdays. Excellent. Definitely going to get that in the calendar and take in a few hockey games. It's warmer outside now, so I'm hoping the rink is going to be just as warm as outside. Or not too bad. It's it's always cozy because they keep it a consistent temperature in the, in the ice rink. Very true. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. And if you're looking for more information about the River Kings, head over to riverkingshockey.com. And they're also doing a very good presence on Facebook this year. Excellent. Yeah. So we're, I don't we're, think I found them on Facebook yet, so I'm going to have to find them this afternoon. River Kings. River Kings. All one word. All right, uh-huh. I'll do that Start later. Start right there. The, their mascot's a fish. Yes. A fish playing hockey with a crown on. Yes, because it's a king. A lot of fun. They they really do a lot with our community as well, so we're very happy to have those sporting events around, just, mm-hmm. like, just like the rafters. Yes. Only colder. More padding. More violence. It just sounds like that because they're slapping sticks on the ice. No, they do a little bit of checking. There's a little checking involved in that, so. My favorite part is still the Zamboni. I know. And any of my friends listening who are hockey fanatics are just shaking their heads right now. It's okay. It's okay. It is. So what else do we got going on? So things around the house. How is our basement remodeling project going? It is going just swimmingly. Kind of half joking here. But it's going really good. We got the basement floor all painted. And now we're working on patching the holes in the wall. So they had... Concrete nails. Yeah, the concrete yeah. nails. When we took those out, we kind of created a little bit of a of a hole that needs to be patched up. So we're working on patching and some ceiling. But the nice thing is we did get everything back into the basement and our garage now can hold our vehicles. Which is what it's meant for. I know. And for the month, month and a half uh-huh. that the vehicles weren't in there, that garage floor did get quite dirty. It's, it was amazing how much dirt was actually in the garage. I, I think the easiest way to have cleaned out the garage was a leaf blower. Just, you know, swoosh it all out the big door. But yeah, it well, good thing we had done the uh, the floor painting out there. Mm-hmm. Because that made it a whole lot easier just to, to push everything out. To sweep it out just a little bit easier. And mm-hmm. But yeah, we got everything back in the house and still trying to sift through some of the things in the living room. But the house is coming back to to somewhat normal. So that way we can move everything around and paint the kitchen and living room. So, you know, we're getting everything back to normal, but at the same time, getting it ready to not be normal and get some painting done. Right. We don't want to live in a construction zone per se, but there's home projects to, to be done through the winter time. Mm-hmm. And probably the painting of the living room and the kitchen probably will be done in the winter time. Yeah. So that way we can get the basement somewhat situated. So that way come winter time when it's a little bit cooler, we can get everything all taken care of in the basement because we found out we needed to insulate. So we got to take care of some insulation situations. Right up in the joist bays, you yeah. know, where, where the joist bays sit on the foundation walls. Yeah, so we got to get some some insulation and get that all mm-hmm. insulated. So there's work to be done in the basement, but at the same time, we've got 
some projects here on the main floor to take care of as well. And the garden is just about done for the year? So the carrots will come out about Halloween. So that's the only thing that we have left in the garden at this point is the carrots. So as you're looking at it and you're like, okay, there's something else in there. I just haven't pulled the eggplant plants yet. Okay. Because they're they're still leafy and green. Yeah. They're still leafy and green, but they're really not growing anymore. Ah. So it's just, it's time for those to get out. I just haven't been home long enough to go up there and just pull them out. But all we have left to harvest is going to be the carrots. And then, you know, fall lawn cleanup and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting the leaves out of places where they shouldn't be. Right. And we had the tree guys come over and take out the tree in the backyard. Right. Which was very exciting to watch. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So we found out that our tree was... Struck by lightning. Well, it was struck by lightning. It had three different holes in it, so they could actually see through the tree, and they felt that that was not not normal. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they went up there and they cut it down, and now we're missing a tree, and we're going to be working on getting that that tree line kind of taken care of because the trees are getting a little big and to a point where now that if they do fall, they can fall and land on the house. So having them come down in a controlled environment is a whole lot better than an uncontrolled environment. So that tree line needs to start coming down. So as the weather gets a little bit cooler, we'll start taking care of some trees on, on a weekend, maybe every other weekend we'll take out a tree. It's a good time to be outside. It is. It is. And then you can burn everything and, have a nice little bonfire. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the moisture in the trees naturally decreases during the fall and winter time because, you know, sap isn't flowing and, and right. all that other jazz. Uh, we do have some of the more shaggy pines over in the other part of the property that are starting to drop leaves again mm-hmm. because that's what they do. So pine needles everywhere. Yes, but that's okay. Leaf it's supposed blower. to be that way. Right. Leaf blower again. Well, I was thinking the sweeper, but... Right, that was not one. sure which one works out best. We might have to experiment just a little bit of whether or not the leaf blower or the um, sweeper sweeper works out best. And it's also a good time to do a dethatch. It's a little too early. There's no frost on the ground. <laughs> the ground needs to be frozen. You, you want it to firm up a little bit, huh? Yeah. Okay. So that way, when you go attack it, it's you're not ripping out the grass. So those were the two extra implements that we had gotten for the uh, running lawnmower. Was uh, a sweeper with, mm-hmm. with a basket on it. Um, it was really just so much easier to do that than to collect it with the, the mulching bagger. You know, actually just spin the blades and suck it up in the bag. You could go like one pass in the yard and It'd be full. everything was full. So getting the, uh, the sweeper with the brushes to kick it up into a basket, yeah, that's much more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're not wearing on the blades as much and all the other stuff with that. Yeah, and then the other one was a uh, pull-behind dethatch with tines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it took a while to get used to how to maneuver the dethatcher. Right, and it, 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 there's two parts to it, how deep and how um, aggressive we set it, and then also how to maneuver it with a zero-turn more instead of your more traditional garden tractor, mm-hmm. which is what you're used to is the more traditional tractor with the steering wheel. Correct. So the uh, Zero turn more has a different attitude about it. It does, but getting used to it. So it's taken a little bit of time, but getting better at it. Each time I mow the lawn, get a little better. More practice. Yeah. Yeah. And it was adorable. We were watching our neighbor the other day. He had uh, like grandkid. Yeah. The grandson was over mowing the lawn. 14-ish years old on the zero turn more. And he's just chilling. Yeah. He's got his... Legs stretched out and feet crossed, and he's just zipping right along with the thing. Mm-hmm. So we, I think we're more adaptable sometimes than we realize. Just right. a little bit of practice. Just a little bit of practice. I'm still not doing it at full speed because I really don't want to, like, hit something. So I take it a little bit slower. So it takes me a little bit longer to mow the lawn, but that's okay. It's just like the sloth. Slow is fast. You know, it, mm-hmm. it gets the job done. It's better to be accurate than speedy. Right. So we got a lot of projects, and I think everybody's kind of in that same boat with this time of year. Mm-hmm. Going to get the decorations up for the seasonal, for the holidays. Yeah. Okay.
So we do have some community events coming up in October, not just the River Kings. Um, let's see. And this is going to be a mark well, your calendar type of situation. Well, I've got, I've got a couple before okay. that. Um, we're doing a, a, or they've got an exhibit ooh, still going on over at the Cultural Center. Mm-hmm. Showcasing a Mexico City artist. That's interesting. The community theater is doing the Real Inspector Hound. Um, mostly on Saturdays at the Wisconsin Rapids Community Theater. Okay. Um, usually Saturday is about 2 p.m. And then in a week, let's see, starting probably on the 16th, that's the one that you want to talk about. Ooh. Yes, the Spirit Walk over at Historic Point Bass. This is like, a have gone to it a couple times and super fun to go to. Try to go to the latest one so it's kind of more, a little bit more on the darker side. But it goes through and they do like a little tiny skit at each location about what life was like way back when, when Nakusa was just starting out as a little tiny town. So it's really fun to kind of go there to learn about the fur trading, um, how they did the cooking, kind of life back in the 1800s. Right. Before the Industrial Revolution. Right. Or just as that was starting. And again, there's there's no electricity out there, so everything has got the oil lamps yet mm-hmm. too. So um, it's a really great experience to kind of go walking through the woods. I mean, it's very nicely lit, so they do have like some solar-powered lights that they do put out on the path, so that way you can definitely see where you're walking, and you can follow along, so just in case you lag behind. Right. Um, yeah, so October 16th from 6 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. So yeah, going there at seven o'clock at night, it's probably the the best one. Right. And so they just, I think it's every half hour, they it, send a group of like 10. So the mm-hmm. groups are not very big, but they just keep setting groups out and you get to sit around a campfire, drink some hot cocoa and some apple cider. And the uh, the spirit stations, these are pretty much outside. Yes. Um, I think there's just one or two that are in the Point Bass, like the schoolhouse in the, the cabin, but they, it There's might just three. be a... There's three inside. Okay. You know, and, and those might just be a poke your head in and take a look instead of let's all sit inside. No, you actually go into well, the, sure the with, main house. Wasn't sure with COVID. Oh, again. Okay. So yeah, probably with COVID, not sure what's going on, but I know in the past mm-hmm. you would go into the, to the house and kind of stand around in, in the kitchen, just kind of form like a half shoe circle and listen to how they did their meals right so and then you would go outside and there would be an outside one so like every other station was outside but maybe covid i'm not too sure if whether or not they're going in the buildings so bundle up for the weather Mm -hmm. dress appropriately yep this is rain or shine Mm -hmm. um let's see the description they have here is a lantern lit tour around the grounds and buildings of historic point bass will give the visitor a chance to meet many of the former residents of Point Bass and citizens of the era. As you walk around the site, these spirits will emerge from their surroundings and tell you about themselves and the time in which they lived. $5 for adults, $2 for students. Yep, and definitely check it out. I think the witches are probably the best one. Okay. So there's your teaser. Go figure out what the witches are about. Um, There's also a lot of civil war connection that this area has. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Um, in my personal takeaways as far as how it relates to real estate here as well is starting to understand that we have a lot of houses in Wisconsin Rapids, for instance, along the river, mm-hmm. uh, Port Edwards, Nakusa area as well, that are 180 years old, 120, 100 years old even. Um, the late 1800s, early 1900s was when this location really started booming because of the river and seeing how it started kind of gives insight on to how the houses were built and why you see certain things in the houses even you know after they've been remodeled over the last hundred something odd years mm-hmm. so it it's neat then when we go and take buyers or look to a, a house like the one we sold on third street yes you know and understand that this is a house that was built in a different era with different mentalities and different technology as well. And just kind of how everything sort of, you know, comes together. So heading over to Point Pass and seeing where it started 
That's very intriguing. It is. It is. And it's a great time. They do an excellent job. And these are all volunteers who come out and put this this little show on, the little skits on. So it is really neat to to see. Yeah. And then, of course, if you get excited and you want to volunteer over there some other time, take you. they will take volunteers for sure. <laughs> okay. So if you want to find some more events, head over to myrapids.info. We'll have, uh, you know, links to area, um, well, municipalities and like the Chamber of Commerce where we can find events like this. Um, if you're curious about listings in the area, if you're looking to buy a house, head over to myrapids.com. And you can also click on some, some extra drop-down links and find more about you and I as a real estate team. Um, things in the area that aren't on the info page, you can listen to old podcasts uh, from you know weeks and months before because we've been doing this a couple years now. Yeah, I think what? I couldn't say it. Three? To three? I think three years we've been doing this. Right, so those are all archived, and I hope you enjoy that. Um, we've had some interesting interviews. Yes, we have. Uh, former mayors and um, city officials, and this year has been really heavy with the interviews because it's really fun getting to know and learn about the community and what we have to offer. Yes. You have a phone number? I do. So it is 715-323-2577. So it's also very textable as well. So if you want to text me a question, go right on ahead and let me know. And we take emails. Just type in myrapidsradio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And those will come right to me and, and I get them to the appropriate people. If you have questions about the area, you know, we, we want to help you become a, an, an interested party in the, in the city and where you live. All right. Excellent. Well, you all have a great Central Wisconsin day and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.